0: Welcome to the Believe Podcast, a conversation between friends over a passage of scripture. I'm Carolyn Kirsten. And I'm Marvin Williams. And today is episode 33. We are looking at John chapter 13, verses 18 to 30.
1: Yeah, this is, um, I'm glad to be here and uh, you're doing okay today?
0: Yep, very All well. Right.
1: All right, very good. So let me ask you a question. Why is trust important in a friendship?
0: Oh, Foundational. foundational. Okay. Trust is, I mean, you have to know that you can, that what you share with someone, they will, um, they will respond with kindness, uh, or with honesty. I mean, that, that trust is just the foundation of your communication for your, um, willingness to share life with somebody. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. I mean, trust is everything. If I, I'm going to be much more guarded with somebody if I think I cannot trust them. Yeah. I'm not going to reveal information. I'm not going to even trust them with things that are valuable to me. Yeah, absolutely. So trust is huge.
1: I I totally, totally agree. If, you know, if, if you... If I'm about to go, you know, on the platform, and we're talking, and you see broccoli in my teeth or mustard on my shirt, and you don't tell me, and <laughs> it's like, okay, wait a minute. Like I, thought I could trust you, and uh, and so, so you're you're right. Found just foundational to sharing life, doing life together, uh, because life can get hard, and mm-hmm. um and and life can get messy, and if I don't have some, you know, um you know, a posse with me. Uh, a group with me that i can trust and share my life with share my ups and downs uh be authentic with then that friendship is not gonna last very long right so this is this is an important one because of what we're talking about today um man you you would you would hope that trust would have been foundational it would have been a symbiotic a two-way street but it was true for one, but not necessarily for the, the other in yeah. what we're talking about today. So uh, this is, this is a hard one because we're talking about Judas. Uh, now we're, we're still talking about them being at dinner. Right. And, um and there's a really, really dark cloud over this particular passage because um, we have someone who is um, we have Judas who actually betrays Jesus. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. He, he, he does him dirty.
0: Yep. So one of the, one of the 12,
1: <laughs> one of the 12.
0: And, uh, and he does that.
1: So, um, so, you know, and we look at in verse 18, where um, Jesus is actually quoting, um, he, he's quoting another passage and he's saying that the person who ate with me was intimate with me um this person has now um, lifted up his heels uh, and kind of kicked me like a donkey like a donkey would and okay. so that's that's kind yeah, of no, the imagery that's the imagery yes, there yes and it's like like I thought we were friends and yet Judas um he he really does betray so so when we talk about betrayal when what Judas does what what does Judas do
0: okay so Judas um
1: what does the betrayal look like?
0: The betrayal, well, is very sly and under the radar in this scene. Yeah, um, they are breaking bread together, and uh, Jesus makes that statement in verse twenty-two. Well, oh, actually, the verse twenty-two is their response. So Jesus says this, and uh, in, in verse twenty-one says, "One of you will betray me." And the disciples start looking around and are like, "Wait." Uh, who who is he talking about? Right, right. Um, and then even later in verse verse twenty, they still like. I mean, Jesus had just said, "The one that I give the bread to, right. he is the <laughs> one who will betray me." Right. And they still are like, I, you know, that I they just cannot comprehend that this that this is happening. But that but that so that is describing the scene. So Jesus says it. He gives Judas the bread and then says, "Go and do what you need to do." And Judas get, gets up and leaves the table.
1: Yeah, I, you know one of the things that the, the man when, when you look at the the darkness of betrayal um, and the treachery of it, it is a it is an enemy masquerading as a friend. Yep. And so Judas gets in good. He builds trust. You talk about trust. We talk. It's a foundational thing in a is foundational element in a in a relationship and Judas does that he builds trust he builds trust with the other 11 mm-hmm. because they don't even suspect him yep. um, he builds trust with Jesus even though Jesus you know knows that ultimately Judas would betray him but he he masquerades as a as a friend but in essence he he's an enemy and and betrayal has to be the betrayal has to be the disguise has to be so good so that the betrayal, um, no one suspects it. So I think you see the disciples saying, like, who is it? Like, like they don't even suspect Judas because mm-hmm. he's done such a good job in disguising his betrayal, um, disguising who he is. And uh, proximal, being proximal, uh, being close to Jesus doesn't necessarily mean that I'm being transformed by Jesus. Yeah. And we have here... Judas is proximal to Jesus, but uh, but not necessarily transformed. And so, betrayal in this case, or the lack of the foundational element of trust in terms of building a friendship, man, it is so key in this particular passage, where um, Judas yeah, betrays because he's hiding his mm-hmm. uh, he's hiding the wounds that he's about to give to to Jesus. So,
0: I, I think the disciples' cluelessness about who the betrayer is also is reflective of how Jesus treated everyone un- with unconditional love. Yeah. Like yeah. he doesn't call him out by name or, I mean, and, and I think their confusion, especially in that initial that they, they don't know who he is talking about shows that he gave no indication of treating Judas differently um, or, you know, holding back.
1: Yeah. I love that. And, I love that.
0: And I think that that is who Jesus is. Like yeah. he loves us all and cuz he knows us. I yeah. mean, he knows when we sit and when we stand, he knows how many hairs are on our head. So, he knows the things that we do in darkness that we don't think anybody else knows. Yeah. And yet he loves us.
1: You, that there's such a your your point is such a, a such a a good when it resonates uh with who who we know Jesus to be. He could have called him out. Mm-hmm. He could have stood up and just say, "You're the guy." Or he could have withheld love but he didn't he didn't do that um he he entered in knowing that judas would betray him um and knowing the betrayer and yet still loving him um it, it would be something that we think would that jesus would do which which again um if i'm betrayed i don't know that is my first, uh, that is my first no. posture. So, right. so ha- have you ever been betrayed in any way or I that you can think of?
0: I don't know that I can think of a, thankfully, I guess, an example off the top of my head. Do you? Have,
1: yeah. I, you know, they, there have been, um, I, I don't have a necessarily a specific example of being betrayed um, in, in terms of where I was like, Oh my goodness. I think little things, you know, a person um, talking, you know, behind my back, or something that I've shared with someone, mm. and then I hear it again from someone else. So I, th- I think that would be yes. somewhat of a betrayal. Yep. And and for me, that's that's like I, I don't I don't like that. And so now I am now guarded, right. Whether I will share anything else with that person because um, they've they've kind of compromised the trust. Uh, but Jesus doesn't do that. He actually continues to love Judas in mm-hmm. some very, very specific ways. Um, so so we'll, we'll get into one of those. So Peter is wondering, he hears this and he asks John, who is nearest Jesus, uh, can and you that's, ask, how,
0: that's John, our boy, our that, writer right, of exactly, the gospel. Right,
1: exactly. So John asks Jesus, like, you know, who is it? And, and again, as you mentioned, he said, the person that I dipped the, you know, the bread in the sop, um, that's the one who would be betraying me. Um, so, so John is on Jesus's right. And cause they're, they're kind of, kind of sitting in a kind of lying on mm-hmm. near each other. And Judas is on the left. So you're supposed to say, well, why is that important?
0: Why is that important, Marvin?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, Judas is uh, the the person who is sitting on the left is a place of honor. Oh, so that's that's a big, big deal.
0: Yes, it is.
1: So the betrayer and Jesus actually puts him there as the as the betrayer. He places him in a uh, he puts him in a place of honor. So what do you what do you think of
0: that? Well, (laughs) <laughs> Makes me think of a phrase my dad has said before: "Of keep your friends close and your enemies closer." I don't know if that's <laughs> the same heart of what. <laughs> uh, so, I don't know if that's the heart of what Jesus was going after there. No, I don't know. I don't, if, think I don't know so. if that's the heart of I it. Don't but, think so. uh, no, it's
1: not the heart of it. So,
0: but, but I, I again, I but I do think it does show that Jesus, you know, doesn't isn't. Isn't rejecting Judas like, yeah. because he knows what he's about to do, and yet he says, "But this is still how I'm going to treat you." Yeah, you know, at this table. Yeah, that, it's that remarkable. is remarkable.
1: It it is it is one of those things, and this is this is the this is the tough part of discipleship, right? That Jesus asks us to do things that we could not do in our own strength and own power. I don't know about you but i don't know if i knew someone was going to betray me and they were um i knew they had betrayed me i don't know if i can place them in a seat of honor yeah like genuinely like like loving loving that that i'm placing them in i'm putting them in a place of honor to let them know not to get not to to um keep hot coals on their heads to to make them feel you know this is my my subversive revenge I don't think it's, I, I want to be able to say, I'm placing you in this, I'm putting you in this place of honor because I love you and, and I know that there's still an opportunity for you to actually turn this around and do something, do something different. So I, again, Jesus does something that I think is, is way beyond human comprehension. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think for us, apart from the Spirit of God, I just don't know if we could do it. And hence, you know, the reason why we submit on a daily basis. So, yep. Yep. so what else, what else stood out to you in this particular passage?
0: Um, well, I noticed in verse 19, our word believe, yep. which is very important to us in this book. Um, Jesus says, I'm telling you now before it happens. So then it, when it does happen, you will believe that I am he, and he is referencing uh, well, the betrayal, and that, and that things are not going to go as the disciples are anticipating. Um, again, they are they are thinking. Well, they be, they believe he is the Messiah, which the cultural understanding of the Messiah was oh, a political leader yeah. who is going to come and take over. Right. So. Right. And he's starts to give them hints here of like, Hey, this may not go down how you are anticipating, but I'm telling you, I'm going to be betrayed. And, and that's, that's part of it. So when you, when it happens, you know, you, you can believe that I am the Messiah, even though it's not going the way uh, you expect, it's not how you are anticipating this playing out. He's starting to ha- try to help them shift their perspective a little bit.
1: Yeah. And that's, again, that's, that's, um, that's really, really good that um again many times it is a shift in our perspective that gets us to the next you know leg of the journey and um the the fact that um you're i'm telling you that this betrayal is going to happen because if the ones that are closest to me actually betray me and deny me you might get discouraged and say like like who can even make this journey and so i think that's um you know again shifting perspective i think is super super important there, there's something else that's that's kind of interesting in this passage that when Jesus gives the bread and the sop to Judas, um, I think it's um, the the text um, 27, verse 27. It says, "And the devil or Satan entered into Judas's heart." This is one of the only places. That the word Satan is used in the Gospel of John. The other times hmm. it's the devil. And so in this case, we see Satan entered into Judas's heart. What do you th- what do you think about that? Uh,
0: <laughs> that does not sound good. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, it doesn't. Uh and you know, it's, it's it's interesting that that Satan has probably been um wooing Judas all along. Mm-hmm. He's probably have been he's probably Um, influencing him. Mm -hmm. But it's the moment that Judas makes the decision to do the betrayal. When Jesus gives him the bread, that's the moment where Satan kind of takes over. He takes over the territory and controls the rest of his life and the rest of his decision-making at this point. And even it's letting me know that Judas could have, before he took the bread, he could have made a different decision. Mm -hmm. But it's the moment he took the bread, his decision was kind of sealed and locked. And he goes off and, um, and he, he betrays Jesus as we will get to for the 30 pieces of silver. But again, I think that's, um, it is a, a total control of, of Satan's life or or Judas's life at this point when Satan, um, enters his, his heart.
0: Mm -hmm. And keeping on that theme of Judas, it is interesting. Verse 30 says after receiving the bread or the piece of bread, he, Judas immediately left and it was night
1: and it was night. So one of John's favorite, uh, words or, or yes, uh, light and darkness. So, yes.
0: And so I, yeah, that is not accidental. I mean, even though the way it's set off as a separate sentence, like, right. and it <laughs> was night, do you get it? Yeah. You get it reader? Like yeah, the, remember that light darkness thing I've been talking about the whole time. Like yeah. this is, uh, that's not an accidental yeah. detail on yeah. John's part.
1: It's interesting. Even in the previous episodes, we see, Jesus came in the world to be light. Yeah. And so Judas, sitting at the table with light and uh, betrays the light and then walks away. He walks into the night away from the light, away from his ability to be able to see. Had he stayed at the table, maybe he would have been able to see um, his sin a little bit more closely because Jesus is, in fact, light. Uh, But but again, betrayal is... um, I think it does start in darkness, starts in darkness mm-hmm. and deception. And um, and, you know, if we don't allow Jesus, who is light to shine light on that, I think we um, we end up hurting a lot of people uh, in the process. So so what, what are some things we can do to prevent um, us betraying others or and then what can we do even if someone has betrayed us?
0: Well, I think, on the not betraying others, I mean just walking in integrity yeah um and and that I, the whole idea of like what it's like to be on the other side of me, we know we don't want to be betrayed, right right, and so are we treating someone in such a way where we are um yeah speaking truthfully, keeping confidences, not gossiping, yeah um. Those are all qualities or actions that keep us from betrayal. And then, I think in, in all of these things, instead of focusing on the don't do's, like how do we? Yeah. What does a um, relationship of trust, like we said at the beginning, if trust is the opposite of betrayal, what are we doing to build trust, to show that we are who we say we are, and your this relationship is valuable to me? And, and you can know that because of my words, because of my actions, because of how I yeah
1: holding back people that up. holding as you mentioned, holding people conf- people's confidence, um, being able to apologize when there is a mistake. Yeah. Um, I think Judas had an opportunity um, to not only show remorse but to actually repent. and um, he just showed remorse but didn't repent. and I think um, it you know it, it impacted. Not only the relationship with Jesus, but can you imagine the relationship with the other eleven disciples as well? Mm-hmm. So I think building trust is is super super important, and holding confidences, apologizing, asking forgiveness, forgiving others. Yep. Uh, I think that helps to build capacity in us to have some pretty strong friendships.
0: Absolutely. Um, as we're wrapping up, what can we believe about God, ourselves, and others? There's actually I'm going to jump right in and okay, answer go first, ahead. okay? Because there is one thing. <laughs> we didn't directly talk about, but I think it's, it is something that we can um, know about Jesus. In verse 21, it says, when Jesus had said this, predicting what's happening, he was troubled in his spirit. Uh, I think the fact that Jesus was troubled, th- it's another example of his humanity. We talked about that with Lazarus's death, that Jesus was grieving and weeping along with Mary and Martha. Um, it's a sign of his humanity and that, he is troubled by wrong. yeah. Like those yeah. things that you think, oh, this is not right. This is not right in the world. This should not be happening. This breaks my heart. All of those things. I mean, I'm sure we're all thinking of things right now where we've said that or thought that. There is a lot of wrong in the world. And Jesus is troubled by that too.
1: Yeah, yeah. I we, like that.
0: We yeah. can know that that's true. What else can we believe about God ourselves yeah, or I, others? I think,
1: I think um, about, uh, one about God, one about uh, ourselves um, is that um, that this God uh, loves the betrayer. Mm-hmm. Um, that that Jesus is offering, Je- uh, Jesus is offering Judas uh, friendship even up to the very last minute of his betrayal, giving him a place of honor. And um, and and our God loves us to the end, and um, and and not withholding, not rejecting. Um, I think the other thing is that, um, man, I, if I'm not careful, um, I can, I can betray Jesus as well. Um, and so I, I need to guard my heart. Um, I need to guard my heart because, um, apart from the spirit of God, I can be Judas betraying Jesus and betraying others around me. So I think for me, um, yeah, guarding my heart so that um that the spirit leads me and not um not me being led by my flesh or mm-hmm. by greed or anything like that. So
0: mm-hmm. agreed. Well, this was a great conversation. Um thank you for joining us. If you haven't done so, would you rate and review the podcast? That is a great way for others to find the podcast. And uh it just takes a minute. You can do that in both Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Again, it's a great way for others to enjoy these conversations as well.